Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I, I would say, though, there's there's certainly a, a recognition that, um, and a very strong recognition that this doesn't begin to reflect the the needs in the healthcare system. I mean, in New Brunswick alone, this funding would account for like uh, 14 days of funding within our healthcare Andrew. system. That's uh, New Brunswick uh, Premier Blair Higgs uh, talking about uh, the deal that uh, all the premiers signed on to yesterday, which is the one that Prime Minister Trudeau put on the table last week, saying it's not enough money, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, feeling positive that it's a step in the right direction. So it, uh, it's signed, sealed, not, not quite delivered. But is it the right way to go? Is, is it going to be effective? Is it going to have a better health care system? All legitimate questions. Joining us to talk about this is a Michael Wolfson. Michael is a former assistant chief statistician with Stats Canada, also an adjunct, adjunct professor rather in the faculties of medicine and law at the University of Ottawa. Uh, professor, a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks so much for this today. Well, I'm glad to be able to join you. Let me ask you right from, a, a, I guess, a very concerned standpoint here. How will we know if this is going to deliver a better care system? They keep saying, okay, we're going to share data and we're going to accumulate. the What data and, and what are they looking for here that's going to indicate that things are getting better? That's a very good question. And the documents that the federal government tabled are a bit ambiguous on this. They talk about outcomes and they talk about sharing health information. Uh, and they even talk about uh, perhaps... Uh, not just asking the provinces to commit but uh, to doing so, but also saying we might even hold back some money. But uh, that part isn't clear. The big challenge here as far as uh, anybody who's into health services research or quality analysis is just what kinds and levels of detail of data uh, are being uh, discussed here. And, and I think, as you say, that's the gray area right now. Uh, and all the premiers, they're all singing from the same song sheet. Yeah, you're right. We need to start sharing data. We need to, to have better outcomes. But, I mean, we've heard this song before, and uh, we're not really uh, making a whole lot of progress. We seem to be like, you know, the the, the rodent that's on the, the treadmill here right now. We're not making, we're not going forward here. Uh, what do we need to find here differently? Does does the fact that wait times are going to be decreased, is that a better healthcare system? The fact that, uh, you know, we're we're performing more surgeries. I mean, they haven't really defined that, have they? No, and that's one of my concerns. But let me go back a sec. You know, maybe the provinces, at least in, in some things, have agreed. But I just noticed a, a tweet from the uh, premier of Alberta quoting another uh, letter from the premier of Saskatchewan saying, we're not going to have any kind of a personal ID, uh, a health ID, and we're not going to share any data with the federal government. Uh, the fact is that the provinces have been sharing uh, personal level information uh, with the Canadian Institute for Health Information for over 30 years and with the Statistics Canada for even longer. Uh, so this is nothing new. The, getting back, though, you know, an indicator about how many surgeries is okay, but the question that really needs to be addressed is, were those surgeries effective? Did they actually improve people's health? And I'm afraid that there's enough academic research and other kinds of you know health quality analyses that show that it isn't always the case. If I can give one old example, I, sure. I think the professor was actually from McMaster, but I've forgotten his name. He did a, a study of uh, cataract surgery uh, amongst uh, Vancouver ophthalmologists, and in order to get at outcomes, you can't just have an indicator of how many cataract surgeries were done. You need to ask people, how well can you see now? 
then you have the surgery, and then you ask them later, how well can you see after the surgery? And if memory serves, you know, about 20% of the, the people in that study you know, couldn't see as well after as they could before. So you know, the wait list is important, and the number of surgeries performed is important, but far more important is for us to know whether or not these uh, surgeries are being performed uh, in the, the jargon of health services research appropriately. It's not enough yeah, to and do see, Now, that sounds like... That, that's important really data. It. I mean, I can, and I, I loved your example about the cataract surgery. I mean, I, I've told my listeners, I mean, I've been the beneficiary of knee replacements. I've had both knees replaced over the years uh, because of past uh, sports exploits that didn't work out so well. But but I know people, the professor, that went through that, and the, you know, they're no better off. They've got a new knee, you know, no, all the new parts, uh, but their mobility is just as bad as it was before. Sometimes that happens. Where Where's that data? Uh, well, that's a good question. They don't exist. In fact, Ontario used to have a joint replacement registry, but for some reason that uh, still escapes me, uh, the Ontario government decided not to fund it anymore. That would have provided the basis for understanding how often revisions uh, in these uh, joint replacements are needed and you know what the before and after health states uh, are. You know, Sweden, for example, has had one of these things for decades, uh, and it's very useful. You know, you just stop and think about it. If you want to know whether your quality is good in healthcare and whether it's improving, you absolutely need these kinds of health outcome stuff. So they're uh, measures. Uh, the and the words in the uh, federal agreed documents say not just indicators but outcomes, but they don't define it anywhere. And if we were to take the words of the premiers of Saskatchewan and Alberta seriously, uh, they would block the ability to actually measure any outcomes properly. So what's going to happen? I mean, these guys have agreed to this right now. I'm assuming they're under the impression the money's going to start flowing tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how quickly that's going to happen. But once they start getting the money, uh, what are the chances of, of, you know, Minister Duclos, the health minister, sitting down or the prime minister even and saying, okay, now here are the rules. I got to figure, Michael, that they're going to back us. We're not going to follow that. That's sorry. We've already seen that happen to a certain extent with the child care money. Yeah, they got the deal. But now Ontario is starting to renege on some of the qualifications, et cetera, et cetera. I, I can't see that a happy you know, road going forward here. There's, I think there's going to be a lot of conflict here. Uh, there may well be, but I think the key thing that's changed over compared to the 2017 and the 2003-04 accords is that I think the public following the pandemic is much more supportive. They understand much better uh, the importance of having good data uh, and really being able to understand what's going on. You know, the the health sector, you know, the, you hear the phrase, finally acts the facts. You know, it's mm-hmm. so far behind other parts of the society economy in terms of its ability to use modern uh, information technology. Uh, it's really uh, troublesome. But the good news is I think there's a groundswell of support. Another factor, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, another factor that, you know, I guess I like to... Uh, think about is, you know, if this is such an obviously good idea and it's been recommended so many times over past decades, why hasn't it happened already? And I'm afraid one has to point to vested interests. There will be losers if you do a better job of measuring health outcomes. Uh, For example, things that are being done inappropriately, uh, their funding should be uh, reduced if not cut. Well, the people who do those things uh, see their incomes fall. Well, it's a fascinating discussion, and, and like I say, it's far from over. Uh, there's a great op-ed piece that uh, that Michael co-wrote that's in the Globe and Mail. You can still check it out on their webpage. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for this. I really appreciate the time today. 
A uh, pleasure. Take care. That's Professor Michael Wolfson uh, from uh, University of Ottawa. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.